0: jibber-jabber. Don't be babbling like a fool. Say what you got to say. That's all. Then shut your dang pahoe. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Johnny. Well, here we are, folks, on the Prepared Mind channel. It's Thirsty Thursday. Feeling a little dry here. Welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel, where we put a satirical spin on SHTF. We have a, a, a shitstorm going on, folks. It's incredible. Are you aware? I know you are. Are you prepared? Yes, you're prepared. So what is our job? Really, what is our job? It is to help one another and then to help others wake up by sharing this internet address up here on YouTube. So if you're on YouTube, and of course, right now we're live and you guys know you're on the the preparedmind.club, also at subscribestar.com, and you've paid that big, painful, $2 a month uh, premium service subscription fee. I tell you what, folks, we're the only thing on the planet that hasn't been affected by inflation. Everything else has, right? Food's gone up. Gases have gone up. Everything's gone up. Unbelievable. I'll tell you what else has gone up. The censorship. I just got an email today from Mr. T, who provides all of these great, uh, how do we want to say it, disclaimers, promos, jingles, commercials, you know, like this one. Cut out the jibber-jabber. Don't be babbling like a fool. Say what you got to say. That's all. Then shut your dang pow hole. He puts that stuff together for us. Google managed to lose this one. And while it seems like it's, I guess, somehow I missed it. Somehow it didn't make it to the show. But it's well worth it. Because this is the attitude we Americans are having now. This attitude, folks. It's incredible. The elites, we see you. We're getting prepared with food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, mean self-defense. We know the law. And now we have Biden threatening us with F-16s. We have the attorney generals calling us uh, domestic terrorists, violent domestic terrorists, right? Militant, violent extremists. Unbelievable. Anyways, this is, I mean, the, the response to these people, these usurpers of our constitutional rights, our response Is getting so loud that even members in the right-wing mainstream media, they have something to say. Check this out. Thank you, Mr. T, for this great piece. And if this doesn't wake you up, if this doesn't get your blood boiling, if this doesn't say, yeah, I should be talking too, I should be saying something, I need to get active prep to action, right? So share this internet address. Enjoy, and I'll be right here watching with you. With COVID... I mean, the things that we thought we knew in the beginning turned out as the months went by to not be the case, which really forced us to adapt and to change some of our policies and recommendations. That was interpreted by many as flip-flopping or not really knowing what's going on, when it really was the evolution of the science. Fuck you, Dr. Fauci. The best vaccination is to get infected yourself. If she really has the flu, she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. If she really has the flu, it's she fine. should not get it again. No, she doesn't need it because the, it, it's the be, it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. Fuck you, Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th, where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan, Senator Paul? I have never lied. I have never lied. I have never lied. Fuck you, Dr. pouchy I represent science. I represent science. I represent science. Fuck you, Dr. Fauci. Spectacular, and did that do you regret you... that it went too far? Whatever your original intentions were, and it's easy to be a Monday morning quarterback here, but that it went too far, that particularly for kids uh, who, who couldn't go to school except remotely, that it's forever damaged them. Well, I don't think it's forever irreparably damaged anyone. And we did indeed suffer irreparable harm, sir, whether you care to admit it or not. Good riddance, Dr. Fauci. You are not truth and you will not be missed. And there it is, folks. We're all seeing it. So in response to the the question, why was it that Biden made that statement about American patriots and you're going uh, to need F-16s because we're the government. You know what? Like, what response should we have to the lies that come out of the presidency, the Senate, the House of Republic, uh, House of Representatives? Where yeah, there's some Republicans, but it's not controlled by them, right? The Attorney General's office, the FBI. The attitude is "f you." We all see it. We all know it. And, and folks. <laughs> I mean, it's not a top secret. You don't have to be a secret prepper. You don't have to be on the prepared mind channel to get the information. People are getting it. In fact, in Dallas, someone made a huge banner, threw it over the the overpass, so people driving by on the freeway they can see it. You know, it's you know, They just drive under it. It was a huge picture of Hunter Biden, wearing his drop his, drop, his jock strap, right. Hunter Biden, hello, guy's committing crimes. Admits to committing crimes, smoking crack, attending an orgy, taking photos of prostitutes and videos. Americans know what's going on, right? This guy is a piece of work, an absolute piece of work, and we're just supposed to pretend like it's not happening, right? Anyways, this big banner was for the movie, My Son Hunter. Online starting 9-7, that would be September 7th. Go to mysonhunter.com, (laughs) M-Y-S-O-N-H-U-N-T-E-R.com. I think it's beautiful. People are like, hey, we've had enough. There's no hiding from this anymore. There's no pretending it's not happening. Whether we're talking about the corruption of the Biden family, or the absolute corruption of the FBI, the DNI, the Attorney General's Office, the Department of Justice, all together, unbelievable. I mean, this is incredible. Well, let's just roll right over that. Before I get there, though, before I get there, uh, get your questions in. This is the monologue, but it will be followed by right your Q&A. So get your questions in. Uh, get them in anytime, email them, send them, uh, on the end of a kite, put them in a bottle, right? Uh, make sure it's a biodegradable bottle, a dolphin safe bottle and float it to us. Uh, yeah. I used to send messages in bottles until they were like, Hey, air polluting. All right, uh, folks, I know you are aware and I know that you are getting prepared. If you're not already, the rest of the world is waking up and they're getting pissed and they're saying something, uh, so here's another, once again, huge breaking news. Once again, folks, would the FBI fake evidence, right? Well, the evidence has come out, right? They had a photo they released of all these documents taken at the Mar-a-Lago estate. Well, it turns out, folks, upon examination, the FBI has doctored this They've added information. They added their own documents to create a crime scene where one did not exist. You got to comment on that? You got to comment on Hunter Biden? You got a question about this stuff? Get your questions in because I want to talk about it. I'm up at zero dark 30, folks, way, way, way before the sun comes up. And I go to work and get shit done. And I'm just busting my ass, making sure my head is full. I know you guys are doing the same, and we need to get this out so everybody who hits that click, right? Everybody who hits that URL link you send, they're like, "Why is my cousin Marv sending me these links?" One of these days, they'll open one and start paying attention, right? Surprise, right? Why did Why did Aunt Bessie send me that? Well, because it's time to wake up, right? Well, the oh, I've said for for years now. Right. If I'm arrested, they can say anything they want about me, the government. They can manufacture evidence. No problem. They can digitally enhance photographs. You can Photoshop me into stuff. In fact, I mean, this would have been 1997 or eight. I think it was 1998. Right. An office manager for a company I was working for Photoshopped a woman into the picture with me, uh, and she was wearing lingerie. I was married back then. In fact, my sons hadn't even been born yet. Uh, but so that's how long ago that was. In the 1990s, he was able to convincingly Photoshop a nearly nude model into a picture. I told him to destroy that shit. I'd get in trouble. Um, <laughs> and here we are, folks, uh, 25 years later. Oh, they can digitally enhance audio, video. This, this, what they did at Mar-a-Lago by adding their own documents to this pile of paperwork. It's that's pedestrian compared to the shit they can manufacture and, and date and claim that you're responsible for. Uh, uh, yeah. Would the FBI fake evidence? I think that should satisfy that question right there. I mean, these people are getting caught red handed left and right right now. I'm going to say, Hey, would you look at that, right? Missouri, the Attorney General Schmitz there, <laughs> he's got the Schmitz. He filed a lawsuit, and, and folks, a lot of these attorney generals and states are filing multiple lawsuits, right? Lawsuit against the Biden administration, uh, and, and actually the Gateway Pundit joined that lawsuit because the plaintiff has revealed that there is government-wide censorship, that they actually have a censorship enterprise, right? Censoring what we say, manufacturing evidence, uh, absolutely corrupting the voting system by allowing mail-in ballots when there's none needed, right? These drop boxes allowing ballot harvesting, you know, paying people to go door-to-door uh, to collect ballots. Yeah, I'm sure that's how that works. And anyways... It's unbelievable what they're doing, folks. Are you aware? Are you prepared? Do you see this stuff? Get your questions in because I'm going to get to you. <laughs> and there's a lot to get to, folks. I mean, here's a big one. This was huge. This, folks, is tyranny unleashed. Tyranny unleashed. The FBI, Christopher Ray. His FBI, that same FBI that loves Ruby Rod Rosenstein, that loves Peter Strzok, the evil little elf, that FBI has arrested an attorney for the Oath Keepers. That's right. Uh, Kelly Sorrell is the attorney for the Oath Keepers, Uh, the founder there, Stuart Rhodes, who's being held in federal prison it's a federal prison. It's in Washington, D.C. That's federal property. It is a gulag. It makes Guantanamo Bay look nice. Right? Now, how does this come about? Well, less just a few days ago, the attorney, Kelly Sorrell, she agreed in a secret manner. So it wasn't publicly known. She agreed to testify on behalf of Rhodes, for Rhodes. In this defense. So the FBI has now arrested her. An attorney. What, what, what was this thing about attorney-client privilege? They found out she's going to testify, so they arrest her. This, folks, is tyranny unleashed. So an attorney for a January 6th protester, and who is now a prisoner, this attorney agrees in a secret quiet meeting to testify to the innocence of a prisoner and then days later, is arrested? Nothing says conspiracy, nothing says cover-up, nothing says interagency collusion, nothing says FBI corruption, illegitimate election, nothing says White House, Biden White House involvement, more than this scenario right here, folks. When a defense witness and an attorney at that is arrested by the FBI on bullshit charges So both the testimony and the witness are discredited with the appearance of criminality. The only way this could be considered short of Nazi Germany or short of communist Russia is the fact that they didn't take her out to the street corner and put a bullet in her head and leave her in the gutter for the rats to gnaw on. That's the only difference between where we're at today and where the Nazis and the frickin' communists were at 70, 80 years ago. Right? The FBI, the DOJ, the Attorney General, the Biden White House, the Department of Homeland Security, they look and smell like a tyrannical banana BS republic, folks, more than ever, more than ever. Did you catch this story? Have you seen it, right? The president has labeled Americans, me and you, As we go to work, as we pay our taxes, as we pay our road taxes, our sales taxes, taxes on everything, as we do all of that, folks, the president labels us as terrorists and threats. We're a a threat to the government because we support or vote for President Trump because we support a president, because we support someone who's not a criminal, Trump. Because we support him, we are terrorists and threats, right? The DOJ, the AG, DHS, DNI, FBI, all of these alphabet soups, right? They have designated us domestic terrorists, nonviolent. You know, that's what we are. We're domestic. We're nonviolent, but, and we're non-criminal citizens, but they've, they've designated us as domestic violent extremists, domestic terrorists. Violent militant extremists, white supremacists, Nazis, and more. Folks, we're, we're domestic, nonviolent, non-criminal citizens. But they have classified us as something that makes us an enemy to the state. And then they step up and start con- you know, condemning us. In front of cameras, telling one half of the nation that the other half is evil and bad. His patience is wearing thin. Remember that shit from Biden? Folks, tyrants like King George and uh, King Louis. Yeah, the one who had his head lopped off, that King Louis. They would be proud of these communists that we have here today. These hardline socialists. They'd be proud of them, don't you think? Hmm. Okay, folks. Now I'm going to have a little fun with you. I I I think we need to have a little fun, right? I'm going to ask you to take a wild guess. It's time to take a wild guess. It's that time of the show. So a 20-year-old uh, hockey captain was at a, a tournament in Ontario, Canada, and he died suddenly. Take a wild guess why. Take a wild guess. I love. We're going to have to call this the wild guest episode of the show. <clears throat> now here's another one sound normal? Does this sound normal? Take a wild guess on this one. Two people dead and 74 were hospitalized. This sounds like an airplane crash. This sounds like a pileup on a snowy winter day where everyone slid down a mountain into the bottom and just crashed into each other. Two dead, 74 hospitalized. Not complaining of shortness of breath or not feeling real good. Hospitalized. Sent to the freaking hospital at a marathon, folks. A marathon in Africa. It's called the Comrades Marathon. The oldest marathon being run on the planet, I believe. It's been around a long time. The world's greatest marathon athletes do this. So once again, folks, super athletes tried being athletic. Not one died, but two. Not someone quit and dropped out. Not someone, well, someone had to be sent to the hospital. 74 had to go to the hospital. I wonder what it was that they took that caused them to go, oh, shit, I got to quit. Right. They got... (laughs) I'm willing to bet they got a good dose of the Jim Jones juice. What do you think? Thirsty Thursday. Well, Thirsty Thursday. No scotch there. No rum there. To cry crying shame. <sighs> Unbelievable, folks. Unbelievable. I love playing Take a Wild Guess, one of my favorite games. <sighs> Now, while we're doing something a little humorous, we have an incredible problem. It has not gone away, folks. This problem started, it persists, and there's very little that can be done about it. So, a certain governor named Governor Abbott from Texas has been busing illegals that have come across the border illegally, a border that's supposed to be protected by the federal government, one of the few legitimate constitutional jobs that it has protecting the international borders of this country. And they've absolutely refused to do so. Right now, in Florida, if you don't do your job, Governor DeSantis says you violated your oath and you're suspended, you're fired, you're done. Too bad he can't get rid of Biden and fire him. But in Texas, Governor Abbott is now sending... Busloads of the illegals who have come across the border, not to New York, not to Washington, D.C. He sent many there. Now he's sending them to Lori, Beetlejuice, Larry Lightfoot's Chicago. That's right. Governor Abbott <laughs> doing his part to distribute the wealth. Right. Because we should feel enriched by having all of this cultural diversity and illegality. Well. You want to come to America? We'll send you to blue cities. We'll send you to cities where they're paved, not with gold, but with broken syringes, feces, urine, and filth. Because that's what Democrat cities are now. Unbelievable, folks. Unbelievable. And I tell you what. I'm going to go after the FBI a little more. But first, have you gotten your questions in? And what do you think? Tell Jolene what you think of the uh, Megyn Kelly promo that Mr. T did. Do you guys like that stuff? I mean, it makes the point. It is satirical. And folks, but using their own words on them. Unbelievable. Anyways, uh, an FBI employee, folks, has been arrested on suspicion of sexually abusing multiple children. Right? Well, maybe the FBI should ask them, do you identify as a MAP, a minor attracted person? I mean, shouldn't that matter? These leftists really are pushing that, folks. No surprise, Utah FBI employee arrested. Now, now see, when you and I get arrested, the news says, you've been arrested for this, this, and that. right? And there's the assumption of guilt. In this case, they go, well, they're, they're, they're suspected of being uh sexually abusing person of minor children. Multiple. Unbelievable, folks. That's the FBI for you. Yep. Hey, I tell you what, guilt by association. How many times did you hear that from your reverend or your priest? How many times did you hear that from your teacher or the school principal? How many times did you hear that from family members or your employer? Well, you know, it's kind of guilty by association. You hang out with those right? Those turkeys, right? You hang out with those night owls, you're not going to be soaring with the eagles the next day. That was a, that was a poster that the Marine Corps had. I used to have that, you know, you can't soar with the eagles if you're, if you're hanging out with night owls all night, get your shit together. All right. <clears throat> it's, it's incredible, folks. It has hit the fan. Inflation's up. Cost of fuel is up. Cost of electricity is going up. Everything is going up. While our freedoms are getting hammered down. I mean, and it's not just the government. I saw this and I about crapped my pants. Right? And I, we're going to cover it in the newsletter a little. An energy company shuts down access to home thermostats during a 90 degree heat wave in Denver. Folks, 90 degrees? 90 is a fucking heat wave now? 90 is a heat wave. I remember playing baseball as a kid outside in the glaring sun, 104 degrees. No air conditioner, no fan blowing wind on us, no misters, there were no Arizona Misters back in 1981. Nuh-uh. Unbelievable. 90 degrees? You're just starting to just starting to break a sweat. They're gonna call that a heat wave? 90 degrees. I couldn't believe it. Anyways, Jolene will send out a newsletter with some of my thoughts on, wait a minute, an energy company shut down access to home thermostats? I'll just ask you this, folks. Is that a smart home or what? Literally, folks, I think the hottest baseball game I ever played was 106 degrees. And back then, you know, I want something to drink. It's like after the game, you'll get your one can of soda pop and like it. Until then, no. Actually, I I, I don't want to make it sound like it was that bad. We had we had those little triangle like a snow cone cup. They were like all stacked and and uh, I remember my coach Vic. He was awesome. There are a lot of great coaches. Uh, Mr. Dewhurst was there. He was a great coach. And Mr. Kramer, he was there. Uh, Bill, he's like call us call me Bill. And uh, then there was uh, <laughs> Vic. Uh, I actually met uh, Vic's spouse. He had died. Great guy. Great coach. Super-duper baseball coach. Anyways, he would he'd bring coolers of cold water for us and those little silly triangle cups that they used to have at water coolers. Uh, but it didn't make it easier. It was still. <laughs> it was still 104, 102, 103, 90 degrees. What a bunch of wimps. Have you got your questions into Jolene? Get them in now. Comments, questions, suggestions. It's going to be your turn, folks. Your turn. Now, this is incredible. This was incredible. You know the world is just absolutely corrupt. Zelensky. I call him Voldemort instead of Volodomor or whatever the fuck his name is. Right? Voldemort. He's dead. Voldemort Zelensky. The lighten the loafers, stripping, singing, entertaining Fruit Loop, who became the leader of one of the most resource-rich nations on the planet. This fruitcake guilts everybody into giving him not just money, folks, not Amigo money, but billions and billions of dollars. The United States alone, I think, we're up over $70 billion. That the president is just like, there you go, you little bitch. You want some money? I got some money. Oh, you want some more? I got some more money for you. Right? Zelensky, who chides the world and says, if you don't support my 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 bank account, my my country, then then you are not a good person, right? You're evil. You support Putin if you don't support me. How about I don't support either side? Right? Who do I trust? Well. Facts be damned, right? No, no, no. How about facts matter? Anyway, Zelensky, the little the little turd. Zelensky, while people are screaming and dying as they're getting blown to pieces because they're just being shoved like a piece of meat into a meat grinder, they're just being shoved into the Russian military. Zelensky's doing a photo shoot with Vogue with his wife. He's like, I'm on Vogue, right? Being treated like he is the savior of the planet. Now the little creep, folks, has been renting a beachside mansion in Italy. Right Now the Italian media, they went freaking nuts when they found this out. It's not just, folks, that he's taken a break from the war. It's not just that he's left his country. It's not just that that he's relaxing beside the calm Mediterranean waters. It's that he is doing all of those things. He's left his country while everyone is back there fighting on the front lines. He, he's left his country to take a vacation. He's gone to Italy. He's on the beach in a fucking mansion. I wonder. I wonder where he got the money to pay for that mansion. Hmm. Uh, was was that mansion donated by a rich donor, or did Zelensky take some of those? those taxpayer dollars. And he's like, yeah, I'll take the mansion on the Italian beach. Make sure it's a big mansion because I'm a little man with a little penis. And I really need to have a big mansion because my name is Zelensky. And I didn't know, folks, that that when when your country is being assaulted and invaded and you're at war because you're afraid you're going to be invaded even more, do you get a vacation? I mean, there's, does he get paid time off and vacation days and sick days and everything else? I mean, how does that work? Where do I get some of that money? <sighs> <laughs> Unfreaking believable. Get your questions in because guess what time it is? It's that time. It's time for the Q&A. Are you ready? We're back. <laughs> Not really a commercial break, but we're back. <sighs> I tell you. Thank you, Jolene. I want to thank Jolene. She's behind the scenes, working the keyboard, working the mouse, all over the place. Crispy Bacon's back there with the Blue wrench, bapping people. Ooh, man's back there with the Blue wrench, bapping people. <sighs> it's a lot of work doing this, right? What's incredible is we're coordinating this around the planet. We got people attending from around the planet. We got Jolene on the West Coast. We got Uman up there in Chicago. Uh, Hey, hey, Uman, you're going to have a busload of illegals. Make sure that when they get off the bus, you hand them all your money. (laughs) Take them to Portillo's. And then we've got Crispy Bacon, who's down there in the Redneck Riviera, just living large, living life good. Uh, If that's even possible, folks. But people are moving south like crazy. In fact, New York invited, the governor of New York basically said, F you Republicans, we want you Republicans to get out of here. If you don't like uh, us and if you like Trump, then you need to get out of the state of New York. Uh, Hey, bitch, people have been leaving already. You didn't have to invite them. They already knew it was a good idea to get the hell out of there. New Yorkers are leaving. They're not just going over the bridge to Jersey anymore, folks. They're heading south. They're heading west into Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana. Right? <laughs> then they hit Chicago. Then they got to turn south, right? You got West Virginia, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky. You bet, folks, down into Georgia, down into Mississippi. Now People are getting the fuck out of places like New York. In fact, I, I see New York plates quite often. And they're not loved for it, trust me. Even if they're Republicans and they show up, people like, uh, your plate says New York. What are you doing here? All right, let's do this. Let's get to your questions. Jolene, who do we have up first? And we've got Dave, Big David. He says, are the dumbocrats. He doesn't mean the elephants that fly around with their ears. He, he means the socialist, communist, democrat, traitors that are in Washington, D.C., says, are the Democrats getting desperate enough to stage a major false flag before the midterms? I'm going to say they are desperate enough. This attack on Trump was in effect. Hegelian dialect. Problem, reaction, solution. They've created the appearance of a criminal activity by having guns and cop cars and a warrant and putting on a good show in order to create the reaction so they can offer the solution. The reaction is, right, the, the problem is Trump's a criminal. And so the reaction is we must arrest him and yeah, he's bad, and right? And the solution the government offers is every Republican that supports Trump is, is a domestic violent extremist. Yeah, so now what do they need? Maybe a couple of bombings, who knows? Some terror events, right? They can get it, folks. Now, uh, David continues, he says, I've also seen speculation they aren't worried since they already have the outcome of the election arranged. Thoughts. My thoughts on the matter, Dave. I'll tell you what, David. Uh, my thoughts is in some places, they've got it all bundled up. They've got it wrapped up tight. Right? They know they can just cheat their way all the way through it. There's a lot of jurisdictions, though, where they don't have that. States are passing election reform laws, courts are ruling, hey, 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 you can't have drop boxes. But in the meantime, we have computer companies, technology companies, as well as big tech and big social media like Twitter, Instagram, and other big tech media companies who have said, yeah, we're going to influence this election, try and stop us. This is going to come to blows. There is no way out of this now. I used to call this partisan conflict. It still will be partisan conflict. We'll get there. But the partisans at war are going to be supported on one side or the other by government players, whether they're law enforcement, military, paramilitary, right? There's, you know. There's too many pieces on the board, too many pawns running around, too much stuff, right? People are going to get out of control, especially if they go broke, lose their homes, lose their job, if they start going hungry, if their children are damaged or harmed. There's a lot of pieces to this puzzle, folks, a lot, a lot of pieces. Let's move on. The next question, pretty please, Jolene. And what have we got? We've got, oh, it's one of my favorite dudes lately, East Texas country boy, checking in. He says, different channel this morning. Night vision briefly came up, got me to thinking. In a SHTF Mad Max scenario, would thermal be a better option? My thinking is you would have night and day advantage. Well, the uh, <clears throat> what, what he's referring to here is night vision. Night vision is uh, like generation one, generation two, night vision. Um, the world can be... Seen in, a, in shades of green, and it requires uh, infrared light to really illuminate things. That's you could call that old school technology. Old school technology. Uh, thermal vision would be like from the movie Predator in the 1980s, right? Different heat signatures show up as different colors. And so if you look at a field that's like, say, field out here is. 60 degrees. And so it's going to show up blue-ish, right? Shades of blue. And then things in 70 degree range or 80 degree range will be different colors. But if you're a warm body, like a dog or a deer or a human, you're going to be this red and yellow outline thing, right? So you become a heat signature indicated by color rather than just shades of green which doesn't really show you anything other than the shape of things in those shades of green. Uh, I, I love old school night vision. It's great, but the thermal is, is better. Uh, additionally, uh, like, like night vision, old school can't see through fog has a hard time seeing through rain, etc. Whereas, uh, thermal scopes, thermal binoculars, they allow you to see through fog and smoke because it's looking for heat. Uh, and so they're, they're much more effective. The downside <laughs> sad to say is that it's really freaking expensive to get thermal uh, binoculars and thermal scopes, right? Something with a reticle in the middle. So you can put a crosshair on somebody. You can give them a call with your at and phone and reach out and touch them. There's gonna be ways, folks. There's ways to figure this stuff out. Um, <clears throat> get those space blankets, those Mylar sheets. They're going to become very useful uh, if you have to deal with somebody who has thermal vision, right? Something that bounces off radiant heat. Uh, just a little, little tip, little hot tip there. If we want to talk about how to camouflage yourself against uh, thermal scopes. Okay, uh, but without getting into the technicals there, let's do this. Let's get to another question, and it is Muho, and he said, England people getting 10,000, 72 days' worth of electricity bills. Wow, check twatter for picks. Okay, Um, people in England are getting electricity bills, right? They pay in uh, pounds, right? Europeans pay in euros. So it's kind of hard to get a feel for how that feels. But it's enough for the people of Europe to say we can't pay it and we won't pay it. It's enough for the people of Europe and England to say we're going to have protests because this is out of control. It truly is out of control. What gets me about all of this is this is no fault of the people. This is 100% the fault of environmental extremists and the government. Now, back when Clinton was president and Rush Limbaugh was in the beginning of his talk radio career, right? the environmentalists were around back then, folks. They were around. They were around in the 80s. They were lunatics, dangerous lunatics who would tie themselves to trees. And then there was this butterfly girl, can't remember her name. She hid up in a tree so they couldn't cut it down. And then they started taking metal spikes and hammering them into the trees. And you're thinking, well, isn't that cruel to the tree to measure, uh, hammer a spike? Well, what would happen is a uh, timber faller would show up with a chainsaw, and the chainsaw would start cutting the tree. If they hit one of these spikes, the chain would come off, and it would lacerate and sometimes mutilate loggers. These environmentalist wackos, folks. These environmentalist wackos, Uh would burn buildings, attack people, destroy property. And then they got political support. I wonder why. Could it be that people like Al Gore said, you know, we've got this environmental thing over here. Uh, Maybe we can make money off of it. Maybe we, the government, can tax it. Maybe we in the government can grab power over the people based on environmental concerns. And they had been developing that, folks, all the way from the 70s. Environmental concerns, what can the government have to do with that? Well, let's mandate, right, smog equipment, pollution control equipment on automobiles. Now, I have to admit, folks, I like clean air as much as anyone else, right, developing technology so we get away from leaded gas, which is very polluting, right? There's there's some advantages, folks, to caring for the environment, but to the point that you destroy humanity, and now we have finally got there. Truly, we have got there. Oh, what do you mean, John? <laughs> right? Illuminate us. Well, for the past 20 years, these environmental wackos have worked their way into government by collecting money and buying political influence. And large corporations, too, folks, have gathered their money, and they've influenced climate change research, climate change legislation, right? Because a clean company over here, company A doesn't pollute. So they're going to support the idea that they they fine, they tax, they charge other companies that aren't very clean, charge them money. And so then they, interestingly, they said, okay, clean company A, you can take your clean credits And you can sell them to company B, who has a very dirty polluting factory. So company A now has a resource they can sell, tax credits, to company B. And company B can claim, you know, we don't make a big mess. We're not polluting because they bought tax credits. Even though you see black smoke roiling out of their pipes. Well, on paper, they look very clean because they paid all of these tax credits. In other words, they paid for their sin by giving money to people like Al Gore, and then we step forward and they go, "Well, can't have dirty coal plants. No, we can't have that. Right? We can't have natural gas. We need wind. We need solar." Yeah, who made billions and billions and billions and billions off of that? Right, in China, the manufacturers that make those solar panels—they get it. Uh, General Electric, anybody? Siemens, anybody? Massive, massive corporations are making money because of this government-mandated demand to have wind and solar while getting rid of coal and natural gas. And, of course, diesel fire generators. Those are awful also. And at the same time, they said, hmm, yeah, we don't want to, you know, we, we hate that nuclear shit, too. And now we don't have enough power to go around. Now we have blackouts. Now the power company turns your heater off or your air conditioner off because they say, power, we don't have enough of it. We're going to have rolling blackouts. Whose fault is this, folks? Is it your fault that there's not enough power? No, it's the environmentalist wackos. It is government officials who wanted power. It is corporations who wanted money. And they're all shaking hands, folks, doing the dance with the devil. All of these wacko people. And who pays for it? You and I. You and I, just like everything else, anytime anything goes wrong. And then now they're like, holy cow, we don't have enough power. Uh, it took you this long to realize that? Get, go get EVs. Get your Get yourself an electric car. That'll solve the pollution problem. And then we're gonna power it with energy created in a coal-fired power plant. Well, we're gonna shut that power plant down, folks. They're opening nuclear power plants like you can't believe now. Everything that was shut down in Japan, starting. Everything that was shut down in Germany, they're restarting. Around the world, they're signing contracts for nuclear power. They need it, they know because it's green, also. It's the most safe power on the planet. Statistically, Historically, nuclear is the safest. Right? You hear about Three Mile Island. Well, that was back in the 70s and no one died. Right? Have you, you know, have you heard about all of the other power plant accidents where people got shredded and killed when generators blew up? Right? Yeah. They don't cover that. That's not exciting. But they can scare the fuck out of you with nuclear. Anyways, now the people of the world are like, we want nuclear. <laughs> nuclear, nuclear. All right, let's move on before someone goes atomic on me. Okay, and we got a lot to go. We got uh, 15 minutes left, and, and, and Jolene's saying, move on, it, buddy. So we got Vincent Boyle with a statement. China has announced the debt forgiveness to 17 African countries. Money was spent on new roads, etc. as China has Africa by the short and curlies. I always like that expression, Vincent. And Vincent, of course, is over there in Belfast, Ireland. Thank you, Vincent, for joining us. As always, I know it's late there. For him to be here at 4 p.m. Eastern time, folks, it's close to midnight over there. All right, and he's here every day. Thank you, Vincent. Now, here's the deal. China is going to forgive the debt. If you buy that, I've got a bridge to sell you that goes from uh, Lisbon, Portugal, all the way to New York. If you buy that, I've got a tunnel that goes from uh, Mexico City all the way to Hawaii. No, uh, they've forgiven debt. They're going to be paid, folks. They're going to get paid. China won't give anything for free. China will get concessions, rights, property, etc. But they'll call it debt forgiveness. The same way they call climate change uh, activism is actually about money. It's about making money. Let's move on if we shall. Thank you, Vincent. Great topic. Graft, theft, corruption, government. Now we got Doc Holiday steps up. He says the ATF must be abolished now. They are running an operation targeting law-abiding citizens. Call your representatives. Stand up and fight or lose your freedom. Thank you, Doc Holliday. Don't do anything illegal, folks. Don't do anything dumb or dangerous. But yes, call your local representative in government. Call your state representative in government. Call your national representatives. In the House of uh, Representatives, I keep wanting to call it House of Republicans because I want the Republicans to take back the House. Vote. Prep. Get prepared, folks. Prep to action. Get prepared and then take action. That's it's really what we got to do. You got to cover your ass. You got to cover your backside. you got to be prepared because shit is coming and it's getting worse. I know there are people out there, folks, that are saying, John, this is it. This is as bad as it's going to get. And it's not that bad. Well, how, how would How does the person who lost their job feel? How does the person feel who had their business shut down? How does the person feel whose spouse or children have been negatively affected? They got sick, injured or dead by the Jim Jones juice, Yeah, it's gotten bad, folks, and it's going to get a lot worse when that crotchety old fuck the president gets to stand up there and chastise the world while he's crapping his pants, literally. Yeah, there's some problems, folks, and it's going to get worse. We're not the one threatening violence. They are. We're not the one committing acts of violence. The left is. All right, Jolene, what do we got next? We got Kathy Master checking in. Thank you again, Kathy. And uh, it says, news here said $1,400 a day is the cost to ship them out of here on buses. Still cheaper than leaving them here. uh, Per person, not per day, sorry. Okay, so go back to that uh, original one there. It's uh, news here. It said it's $1,400 a person to ship them out of Texas and other places. Now I'll tell you what, the busing companies... They're screwing over everybody. $1,400 a day to sit on a smelly, stinky Greyhound bus or Trailways bus, right, with seats that still have, like, bubblegum stuck underneath them from 1977. Yeah, you bet. $1,400 a person times 50 people. Do you think it really costs $75,000 to send people from Texas up to Chicago or New York? Well, no, it doesn't. They're screwing over the government of Texas, but the reason they're willing to pay it is because, Kathy is right, it is cheaper than leaving them there to suck up hundreds and thousands of dollars a month in living expenses, food, medical medical costs, folks. These people pour across the border and they run for hospitals to get procedures done that they don't have to pay for. Unbelievable. Thank you very much, Kathy Lamaster. And moving on, we've got East Texas Country Boy, and he's back. And he says, wouldn't taking pictures of secret or classified documents be a crime in itself, much less broadcast such photos? Yes, exactly. Well done. Uh, Referring to the photos that have been released by the FBI. Out to the world. Photos of classified and top secret. Filming classified and top secret information is illegal. Remember years ago when that Navy guy took a picture aboard while aboard a nuclear submarine? He was arrested, sent to jail. I think Trump actually pardoned him, right? Because he took a picture, right? Uh, and it, to me, it looked like a bunch of industrial equipment. I mean, how secret is that? Anyways, that was a secret. Can't take pictures on board a nuclear submarine. Wrong, bad. Anyways, here we are taking pictures of and then distributing top secret and classified information via the internet. Internationally, doesn't that represent a national secrets thing? I mean, isn't that a national security violation? (laughs) Of course it is. So why were they allowed to do it, take pictures? Why were they allowed to release them? Because they've been declassified, because they're not classified or top secret anymore. That's exactly what Trump is saying. They weren't illegal to possess. They weren't illegal to own. They were declassified. Therefore, they're not national secrets. They're not national security. Isn't that interesting? Right, You use a little bit of thinking, East Texas Country Boy, and you see right through all of their shit. You see through their shit right, as easily as a thermal or night vision scope sees through the night. <laughs> Very good, man. All right. We're, we've got a lot to talk about, folks. We've got a lot of questions and comments, and I want to thank you for sending them in. I want to thank you for coming to the Club and for coming to subscribestar.com. And I want to thank everybody who has sent money in through Cash App or PayPal to help support our efforts here, as well as paying that heavy-duty subscription fee of $2, <laughs> $0.07 cents a day, and you help spread the word. That's how you do your part. Some people, folks, they subscribe for more, and you know who you are, and we do too, and we're very grateful for it. Let's move on. We got just a few minutes. We got a few more questions. We got Oregon Patriot checks in and he says, it's clear that these Democrats want us to start a full blown civil war, but so far we haven't taken the bait. Now they're losing their patience. And I would not be surprised to see them use Patriot front Antifa BLM or any of their own Brown shirt Nazis to masquerade as Trump supporters. uh, Starting an all out shooting war thoughts. Well, Oregon Patriot, guess what you've done? You have all, you nailed it. You nailed it. They've already demonstrated their willingness to do such a thing. Now, in war, it's actually a violation of the Geneva Convention, international law, to dress your soldiers like the enemy. To dress like the enemy is illegal. Uh, You know, it's masquerading, it's considered, you know, espionage, it's not honest. Right? If you're going to get in a war, you have to honestly go to the battle, uh, go to battle, onto the battlefield in a you know battle dress uniform, and try and kill the enemy fair and square uh, with honor. Well, anyways, we do have an example of this down in the great state of Florida. Just a couple weeks ago, we had a bunch of Antifa turds and federal agents dressed in neo-Nazi garb, wearing "Make America Great Again" hats and other paraphernalia. They had Nazi flags as well as Trump flags and DeSantis flags. And they tried making DeSantis look bad by saying, yeah, we support uh, Governor DeSantis and uh, we're Nazis too. So it wouldn't be much more of a leap or a step for these left-wing lunatics, right, to dress like patriots and start problems, just like they did on January 6th. Yes, folks, the videos were out there. Antifa members wearing their Black Block uniforms, uh, walking into the bushes and changing out of their Antifa BLM Black Block scumbag communist clothes. And underneath, they were wearing Trump supporter clothing. Some of them continued to wear their Black Block crap. And they were the ones who broke windows on January 6th. They were the ones who broke into Congress. Now, the Trump supporters waited for the police to unlock and open the doors for them, invite them in and take selfies and then enter public property that they were allowed in by the police. And then they were arrested for it later and called insurrectionists when the only insurrectionist folks were, well, no one. There was no insurrection. There were violent idiots, Antifa and BLM, as well as Federal agents. And it's becoming easier and easier to spot them because they wear identifying markers on themselves. They'll wear colored pieces of tape around their arm or on their back or on their hat. Right. So police look at them and go, oh, yeah, piece of blue tape on the hat. Piece of blue tape across the back or any other color that, that to the average person would be not a big deal. But to people who are looking for that, they go, "Oh yeah, that's one of our, whoosh, that's one of our guys." Let him continue to cause violence and mayhem, right? That's a false flag, and I think that we this could end up going all the way to shooting, right? Antifa, BLM, left-wing lunatics with their FBI handlers, their federal goon support, committing great acts of violence while wearing Trump and Make America Great Again, and America First Paraphernalia. Let's move on. We're running out of time, but we got Doing Stuff with Nikki. And Nikki, those avocados have been amazing and yummy and (laughs) terrific. So thank you for sending those uh, to me here in the Prepared Mind bunker where I keep them cool and fresh. But she says this, I want to be in California when they try to force a few hundred Hells Angels, etc., to get electric Harleys, laughing my ass off, (laughs) just to see that. Now, here's the deal with California. They're going to make the sale of gasoline engines illegal. I don't think the state has the authority, and I don't think they've passed a law saying all fuel vehicles, you know, uh, gasoline, diesel fuel, are prohibited from even being on the roads. Unless something happened that I missed. I think what they're doing is outlawing the sale of new gasoline and diesel motors. And I don't really think it's going to work. It can't work, folks. It literally can't work. You cannot replace all of the vehicles in California. Thank you, Jolene. You can't replace all the vehicles in California with electric vehicles. There is not enough battery material on the planet to do it much less the whole world, but just California alone. If you took every electric vehicle that's been made over the past 10 years and said they all need new batteries now, because the batteries wear out. We need new batteries. There's not enough material in the world to replace the batteries after 10 years of production. Well, the next 10 years will get us to 30, 32. How many more electric vehicles are going to be out there? That need new batteries in them in addition to replacing the old batteries in the current electric vehicles There's not enough battery material So how can they do it, California? I guess they're going back to the cart and horse I guess that's what they're going back to (laughs) fucking idiots just like the power supply folks just like the food issue well, we're just cutting fertilizer. We didn't think everyone was going to uh, starve and that it would cause problems, right? It's like their attitude is farmers just want to sprinkle a little fertilizer out there, produce a lot more and get rich. And, you know, they're like, yeah, farming, got fuck you money. No, no, they've got only so much land. They plant it as much as they can. They fertilize all they can, get all the yield off of it they can. They work the land. It's not that they're getting rich because they managed to use fertilizer. There's going to be less food available. Folks, chance favors the prepared mind. Aren't you glad you are a prepper? Aren't you glad you are aware? Aren't you glad you are fully prepared? Semper Fi, God bless America.